This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Warning, the following broadcast contains adult language, adult content, frank safety discussions, and stories that might sound unbelievable. But believe me, every one of those stories is true. We didn't start the safety war, but we are going to fight to win it. For our families, for our communities, for our workplaces, and for our lives. Hi, this is Jim Polzel from Safety Wars. At the end of this podcast, stay tuned for a special message from me. Welcome to the first broadcast from Fallout Shelter Studios in Rockland County, New York. We are finishing up the renovations after our flood last year. In case you haven't known, the emergency temporary standard for COVID has been shot down by the Supreme Court. The standard for COVID stays for medical settings. We also know that safety professionals have been recommending a rated respirator like a NIOSH N95 respirator from the beginning of this pandemic. Now we see the feds are finally jumping on the boat and recommending N95 respirators for anybody who wants them. Well, if you're an employer or a concerned citizen, there are a whole bunch of things you need to remember. A NIOSH, that is National Institute of Occupational Safety and Health, which is a division of the CDC, certified respirator is a real filtering face piece respirator and falls under the purview of OSHA in the workplace. According to the regulations, those are 1910-134, you need to do a lot of things when issuing these respirators, including a workplace assessment, conducting training, having a fit test done to make sure the respirator actually works for you and actually fits appropriately, and having medical clearance completed for each employee by an appropriate medical professional. Let me take a minute out and say there's a lot more stuff that goes into this and you need to consult a safety professional like me. Let's talk about this last one that I mentioned. I've managed respirator programs for several thousand workers over the years. We could see needing medical clearance on let's say a self-contained breathing apparatus, a dual canister respirator or something similar to that. But what about these filtering face piece respirators, commonly known as dust masks? I knew, on paper at least, that people could all have different reasons why they can't wear a respirator, and I've seen all different things. Reasons like uncontrolled diabetes, heart issues, including high blood pressure, COPD, that chronic obstructive pulmonary disorder, lung issues like asthma, claustrophobia, which is more of a psychological issue. Last April, I had first-hand experience while at a family event of someone putting on a respirator, in this case, I'm going to call it an imitation respirator, also known as a face covering. The person had some type of seizure or asthma attack. He nearly passed out. So it reinforced to me the importance of a medical assessment. What if you have an employee who wears a NIOSH rated respirator voluntarily? The employer under 1910.134 Appendix D of the respirator standard must, and I'm not going to read the whole thing here, but there are four things you need to do. One, read and heed all instructions provided by the manufacturer on the use, maintenance, clearing, and care, and warnings regarding the respirator's limitations. Number two, 
Choose respirators certified for use to protect against the contaminant of concern. Number three, do not wear your respirator into atmospheres containing contaminants for which your respirator is not designed to protect against. And number four, keep track of your respirator so that you do not mistakenly use someone else's respirator. One of the reasons why face coverings, KN95s, which is an Asian rating, and FFP2s, which is a European rating, are being used as opposed to N95s, is that they are legally in the United States, not respirators, and therefore, at least with a strict interpretation, you don't need to comply with OSHA regulations. Let's remember, if they actually meet the standard, they are basically equivalent to the N95s in this country, meaning all these KN95s and FFP2s, if they actually meet the standard and they're not fake or mislabeled like we're hearing in news reports, that some of them are fake and mislabeled, they are basically equivalent to the N95s. Now, what does that mean? That means if you hand an employee a respirator or a mask or anything and you tell them as a condition of employment to put them on and they have a problem, you got a problem. We'll leave it at that. All right? To what extent or whatever, I don't know, but you're gonna, there's gonna be a problem. What about giving out N95 respirators to everyone, which is now what's being done by the federal government and by some local communities and agencies. My concern is that people who already have existing medical issues are going to have issues wearing these respirators, these filtering face piece N95 respirators. And I don't think that they're telling people, but we're telling them here, right? It comes down to this. Are we misdefining what safety really is? Is it we're going down to zero? Or is it, hey, we're going to put in some safeguards here, and the more safeguards we put in, that's better for everybody, and you're going to have a safer workplace, a safer environment, safer this, safer that. All right. Now, here's something else. If you looked at the, at the Omicron statistics, at least where I live, in the last week or so, that's today is Tuesday, January 25th, you'll notice that the Omicron spike is starting to come down. Will people misinterpret this N95 thing? Well, hey, we got N95 respirators. Now all of a sudden, everything came down. And therefore, hey, N95 respirators are what saved the day here. All right? Are they going to misinterpret the data? All these questions need to be considered here by public policy folks, safety professionals, employers, and everything else. What you're going to need to do is some type of assessment, training, and things of that nature. Why don't you give us a call here at 845-694-4170, or you can email me at jim at safetywars.com, and you could schedule a training class. We could do them online or in person. That's jim at safetywars.com. For Safety Wars, this is Jim Polzel. Are you tired of hiring safety consultants and safety professionals that don't have any passion for what they're doing? How about those who have never worked in the field or done the dirty work? Is there resistance to taking safety training because the training is boring, irrelevant, and unengaging? 
Are your employees playing a team, college student, or someone on the dark web to take the online safety training for them? Look no further. Safety Wars can come to your facility or do most of the training you need through an online platform at times convenient for you. For more information, call me, Jim Polzel, your Safety Wars host at 845-694-4170. Or you can email me at jim at safetywars.com. Remember, if you've heard this transmission, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.